when I realized that Amazon could be used as a profitable lead generation source, everything changed. This is the Post Purchase Pro Podcast, episode 13. Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. Welcome, guys, to Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, episode 13. Super excited to be here, as always. Sean, uh, say hello to uh, our <laughs> wonderful audience and people that yeah. are excited, as we are, to be here hanging out today talking about profitable lead generation using your Amazon business. I'm stoked. Happy to be here, Seth. It's going to be a fun episode. I'm super stoked about today's topic, about shifting your thinking by using Amazon as a profitable customer acquisition channel. This is a, a complete, what you call a paradigm shift, isn't it? And and if you yeah. can get a hold of the message that, that we're going to be talking and sharing with you today, it's going to completely change the perspective that you have on your entire business and the future of your customer relationships. Uh, yeah, I mean, so most sellers that we run into are thinking about Amazon in the wrong way. They're thinking about Amazon as a complete business wrapped up into one platform. And that's that's just not the best way to approach it. And fortunately, <laughs> Sean, we, we didn't come into the Amazon business um, with that in our minds because where we came from, we had to build a business around our product and around our different sales channels. And so when we entered this space, it was just very natural for, to, for us to say, okay, we have Amazon generating customers for us, but that's just the beginning. So what we see is most customer or most sellers stop there. They stop with Amazon's my business instead of Amazon generates leads or some customers that I need to nurture and make more profitable. Sean? Of course. Yeah. And, you know, whenever we talk about this internally, Seth, like you said, we put a huge amount of, of weight and value into creating an ongoing relationship with customers. And every time that we've been able to sell any of our businesses, the buyer on the other end gives us a higher multiple and a lot better valuation and a lot more attention when they know and understand that not only do we have a list of customers, everyone has a list of transactions, right? But we have a list of customers who know and love us, who enjoy doing more business with our brand. So well, I'm gonna ask you an important question to kind of reframe the way you think about your business. Because honestly, Seth, if you can change the way you think about your business, then you can open up for real growth. And I'll ask this question again later, but let me start out with asking you this. Ask yourself, do I make sales to create customers or do I create customers to make sales? That's an important question. And when I first heard that from Alex Hermosi on his podcast, I thought, wow, what an awesome way to approach your business because most folks, if, if you ask yourself that question, you're probably thinking, well, of course, I make sales to create customers. But in reality, you can create customers to make sales. And it all starts with developing that relationship, a relationship that you can tap into. It's like having a good friend. Like you can measure your, your position in life a lot of times by uh, those folks who are willing to pick up the phone when you call, that's a relationship. <laughs> so if your customer, you know what I mean? If your customer is willing to open your email and take action on the valuable content that you're sharing, 
now you have a real business and not just an expensive hobby. So, yeah. And I think a good way to think about Amazon is just a way to capture customers as leads profitably instead of your entire business. That means that you can literally dominate markets because you know that your next sale is way, where you make all of your money. So a lot of times, like when we're selling a product, we can buy almost as many sales as we want at break even because we know we're still in store for a big product. So here's how it looks. We know that if we go into a market and we're spending, you know, 100% ACOS on ads and we are generating three times as many sales as the average seller in that space, we're going to outrank them. But what happens is we know that 25% of those customers are going to engage with us outside of Amazon in a real relationship way. And we're able to drive those people back to our Amazon listings and they buy at full price with no further ad spend no further cost. So what does that mean? That means that our 25% of our customers that are coming back through our Amazon listings are at maximum profitability. So think about trying to compete with a seller who has that frame of mind. I can spend whatever it takes to acquire a customer up to you know 100% of my profit on Amazon. Um, and I'm going to do that so I can get more ranking and more sales because I know that I'm going to be able to capture that customer's email address, engage with them in a real relationship, and treat Amazon as a profitable lead generation source that I'm then able to turn into a real business uh, by following up with. You just can't compete if you're thinking in the old traditional way of Amazon is my only um, profit center. Amazon is my only transaction source. Sean, what do you think? There are so many business people in the world who spend a tremendous amount of money up front just to bring a new customer into their sales process. And they're spending money, most of us do, and losing on the front end because it's so important for us to bring new customers in. Now, Amazon has spoiled us. You and I and everyone else, if you're listening to this, you're most likely an Amazon seller. And every day you're surviving on the traffic that Amazon's providing based on your search term rankings and things like that. But if you were to be in a business other than Amazon, it would be up to your sales and marketing department, your advertising department to spend money to acquire customers. That's why today's episode, the title is Shift Your Thinking by Using Amazon as a Profitable Customer Acquisition Channel. What that means is you're not paying to acquire customers. Instead, you're acquiring customers profitably. Just think about that and what that means for your business. So let me ask you this question again, now that we're a little deeper into the episode, Seth. Think about this again. Do you make sales to create customers or do you create customers to make sales? When you can think about it like that, you totally change the perspective of your entire business and the future of each relationship you have with your customers. Creating customers profitably. It's such a profound idea. It sounds simple, but it's a complete transformation of not only your Amazon business, but of any business. If you can actually put money in your pocket as a new customer walks into the door of your store or your business, then think about how much further you are ahead than those sellers or those other entrepreneurs out there who are paying to bring customers in. It's just a it's just a complete shift in thinking, like I keep saying, Seth. Yeah. So if you look at any of the big businesses, 
on average, you know, they're going into the red to acquire that customer because they know that the future transactions will make up for their ad spend. They'll make up for their marketing and then they'll be able to create profit, you know, from that relationship. But Amazon has us so trained that you're not supposed to see who you're transacting with. You're not supposed to have any of your customers information. It's really hard for the typical Amazon seller to think any other way than if I take a sale on Amazon and it's not profitable day one, then you know I'm not doing uh, a, a good service for my own business. And that's true if you just stopped there, if you just had the transaction. But if you can reframe the way you think to what Sean said, and now you're creating a customer to make sales, which would you know literally mean I'm creating a customer on Amazon. So then I can engage with uh, more commerce back on Amazon. In most cases, that's what we're doing. We're not saying to take their customers anywhere else. Typically, um, you can if you want, but you know the average Amazon seller would be way better off to treat that first transaction as a way to get a customer, to create a customer, to then create more sales with that same customer. You're not going to get all of them. But the customers that you do get to engage with you make your business um, hard, super hard to compete with and way, way more profitable. You know, Seth, I remember vividly I was I boarded a plane in, in Atlanta headed for a business trip somewhere. That was my layover. And I remember you calling me or sending me an email or something saying, hey, this uh, offer that we just uh, launched went live. Check out the sales results. And I have a screenshot of it somewhere. Maybe we'll put it into the uh, the show notes eventually. But I remember the frustration when, when Delta uh, flight attendant closed the door and told us to shut our phones off because I had refreshed my screen five minutes after you told me and it went from almost nothing to like 20 something thousand dollars in sales based on that one single promotion that we did using a customer list. So when we first started selling on Amazon, our entire model was let's find a product that we think we can sell. Let's create a brand, launch it on Amazon, grow that brand to a stage that we consider mature, meaning we're not seeing easy, low-hanging fruit, double-digit growth month over month after a year or so, and then sell those brands. So immediately, Seth, you began collecting customers' information through product inserts and other means. And then whenever we were able, when we went to launch a new product or run a promo like we did that time on, I think it was Living Social, we were able to tap our list. And once we did that, if you can go back, Seth, to 2014 and, and think about the position we were in, when we began to see amazing results in our business from what we now call our post-purchase marketing campaigns. And when I realized that Amazon could be used as a profitable lead generation source, everything changed. Yeah. So I think that's just good business. It's like treating your business like a real business. And that's just very different than what most people on Amazon are doing today. They they approach it as if it's a uh, you know a sales channel versus you know or they they approach it like it's their entire business versus um, just being one sales channel. But if you think about all the ways your business gets stronger and more profitable and is able to serve your customers better by by approaching it like this, just think about if you could capture leads, meaning email addresses is specifically what I'm thinking of here, and then send out an email to let customers know of a new product that you're that you're launching, 
Um, that dramatically changes how you, changes how you launch products. Um, a client of ours today, Sean, reached out and he said, you know, if Amazon uh, wasn't the best business opportunity I've ever seen, I, I would pick a different uh, different business because it's so frustrating sometimes. And he was he was telling me that, you know, he was struggling to rank his products. And so what we're actually doing now is using his own customer list of people that have engaged with him in the past to re-rank his products because he had an issue with Amazon. And so you don't have to launch your products um, using expensive giveaways or rebates anymore. You don't have to worry about getting de-ranked because you can always send your own traffic back through your listings to get re-ranked. You can generate more profitable sales ongoing you can you can uh, create more happy customers because they actually are engaging with you and know how to use your products. Everything gets better when you approach it that you're creating customers to create sales and to drive your business versus the other way around. Yeah, Seth, you're gonna have to help me find that screenshot. I was just scrolling through here as we were chatting, but to pick up where I left off on my story previously, when I actually arrived at my destination, which was I don't know, an hour or two hours away from Atlanta. I remember opening my phone. Of course, the first thing I did as soon as the wheels hit the ground is open up Solar Central and my phone and refresh the screen. And it was like seventy-six or seventy-eight thousand dollars in that period of time from when we first launched. And uh, it took that that second leg of my flight. Do you remember that day? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Because I remember you know, sending out that email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, now, of course, that is a, a dramatic representation of what is possible. Uh, of course, you know, not all promotions are $76,000 in the first couple hours. But what I want you to understand is that you and myself and Seth, we are all creatures of habit. We like to purchase the same products, the same brand, and in most cases from the same store or the same seller because we like to we like it to be comfortable. We want to be in the well-known environment and not be outside of what we are comfortable with. Most people are afraid of the unknown. The reason, the whole reason why we shop on Amazon is for convenience and safety. I was just speaking to someone yesterday who was trying to sell a used computer. And I just said, listen, go to Amazon, see what they're selling for used, and then and then undercut the price by 30%. And she says, well, why would I do that? I said, people like me who like to shop on Amazon are willing to pay more on Amazon because we have protection. If something goes awry, we can just cry foul, get our money back. So you have to beat that. But the same reason you shop on Amazon, Seth, is the same reason why you always purchase the same products when you go to the grocery, the same protein powder, the same supplements and so on. So why give why confuse your customers? Don't confuse your customers and let them go try to remember who they purchased from, look at their history and reorder, be front and center, be front of mind with your marketing communication saying, hey, remember this, come back and get some more, you know, based on your prior purchases, we know that you like our product and we want to reward you with X, you know, new product or discounts on the same product or bundles or what have you. See, that's what I mean when I say we're creatures of habit. We like to buy the same products if we have a good experience. So you, by not reaching out to your customers from Amazon, are doing them a terrible disservice because now I have to go try to look in my order history and figure out what I bought and which brand it was and so on. Don't do that. Make yourself easy to do business with and business will come in a lot more easily. Seth? 
Yeah, I was uh, thinking of the protein powder uh, example as you were talking there, Sean. So um, give your customers the easy way out. They want to do more business with you, but it's your job to remind them that you exist and to be front of mind. I mean, just sending me an email reminding me um, of you know a product that I already want will actually cause me to take action. And you can do the same thing with your customers. It works way, way better than what you would ever imagine. And then when you combine that with the magic of how Amazon rewards you for that, then everything gets better. I remember sending that email, Sean, and watching the sales (laughs) jump on every single refresh. And I'm like, you know, this is truly (laughs) magic. And I'm never going to forget this. And um, when when you guys experience that yourself, build a customer list, engage with your customers, and send out that first offer, and watch the sales roll in. Uh, you're going to be addicted just like we are. Yep, I've been in marketing and sales my entire adult life. Even before I was an adult, we used to have to hustle up money to go to the swimming pool, you know, or the skating rink. So I understand marketing. I understand remarketing. But when I got into the digital arena. It wasn't until a certain gentleman by the name of Charlie, who we'll have on here in a future episode, turned us on to the fact that we were leaving an entire fortune on the table by not tapping into our customer list. So I won't tell you exactly who Charlie is until we bring him on, but you know who I'm talking about, Seth. We bring Charlie on, we will go through the entire story where we had this awakening of sorts when Charlie said, wait, guys, you are screwing up big time. You have an amazing business. But it could be so much more amazing if you just do this, this, and this. And wow, what an eye-opening experience. Now, listen, if you found this episode valuable, then please help us reach other amazing entrepreneurs like yourself by subscribing to this podcast. And more importantly, or just as important, leave us a review and let others know what you think about the content. We'll see you next week. 